When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Talking Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Uh, I've had better days, but I'm doing all right. How you doing? Uh, it's been an interesting week so far to start the work week, but you know what? We get to talk sports, so it makes it okay. Let's do it. Sure. We have some baseball, basketball talk to get into. Let's do it, brother. I'm looking forward to this. So, the MLB playoffs... The NL and ALCS, of course, is over, and the World Series begins tonight, Tuesday, October 26th. It's going to be, well, not as exciting as it could have been for me. <laughs> right. As Atlanta did take uh, the series against the Dodgers in the NLCS 4-2, and the Houston Astros took the series in the ALCS against Boston 4-2, leaving us a matchup of Houston and Atlanta in the World Series. Game 1 and 2 will be in Houston starting tonight. And then the series will shift to Atlanta. And then uh, we'll see where it goes from there. So, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Um, Go Braves. That's all I'm going to say. We'll get more into that here in a little bit. Alright, so next up we're going to cover some NBA standings. As the NBA season has officially tipped off and is underway. We're going to start out on the uh, Eastern Conference, starting on the Atlantic Division. The Knicks and 76ers are tied atop the division at 2-1. The Nets are 2-2, as well as the Celtics, both a half game behind the Knicks and Sixers. And the Raptors are coming in at 1-3, and and one and a half games back of the top two teams in that division. In the Central Division, the Bulls are off to a surprising 4-0 start. The Bucks are right behind them in 3-1 and and a game back. The Cavs are 2-2 and and two games back. The Pacers are 1-3 and three and 3 games back, and the Pistons are 0-3 oh and 3.5 three and three and back. In the Southeast Division, which is basically kind of our region, though not sure how D.C. qualifies in that region, to, right. to be honest, but, you know, 
It is what it is. Get out of our freaking region. I know, right? But then again, no one else is really in our region, that area, so. There you go. And the other two divided. Um, well, no, can't really say the Pacers either. <laughs> We're kind of screwed. Anyway, so the Hornets are leading that division at 3-0. and The Heat are 2-1, and as well as the Wizards and Hawks. All the half game back behind the Hornets. And the Magic are 1-2, and two games out of first. In the Western Conference, up in the Northwest, um, which also never makes sense because Minnesota's in that division. So I never understand. Oh, and Oklahoma City is also in that division. That doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, that's the NBA for you. I mean, the Pelicans could be in the Southeast Division. Then who do you throw from the Eastern Conference over to the Western Conference? Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess <laughs> there's that. Exactly. Anyways, so we got in the Northwest division you got the jazz leading at two and oh the wolves and nuggets are two and one and a half game behind them the blazers are one and two and one and a half games back in the thunder are oh and three and two and a half back in the pacific division the warriors are undefeated at three and oh and there's a, <laughs> a four-way tie for second place as the king Suns, clippers and lakers are all one and two and two games behind the warriors who had that to start the series season huh weird man very weird yeah. And in the Southwest Division, you have the Grizzlies leading that division at 2-1. and one. The Mavs are 1-1 one and one and a half game back. The Rockets and Spurs are both 1-2 and two in a game back. And the Pelicans are 1-3, one 1.5 and, one and a half back. And the Spurs and Lakers are playing tonight. Not on television. And LeBron's out with an ankle sprain. You're like, all right, that's a great way to start your season, LeBron. Ankle sprain. So let's get into some notes, shall we? Let's do it. From the MLB side, after a blowout win to take a 2-1 lead in the series, it appeared that the Red Sox were destined to finish off the Astros and move on to the World Series. However, the Astros pitching staff finally appeared along with their bats and won three straight, including the last two games in Boston. In the final game, the Astros would shut out the Red Sox to officially advance to the World Series. The Astros will be allowed to try and prove uh, that they don't need to cheat to win, and for their manager, Dusty Baker, his possible last shot, at a world title. Cooper, your thoughts on the ALCS? Or at the end of this, will we find out they cheated to win they get there? I mean, you know, you never know. I mean, they're pretty good at stealing, you know, signals and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I hope not because I actually do like Dusty Baker. Um, I've always thought he was a good manager. just never got that title that's been eluding him. Uh, the closest he came, obviously, was his time in San Francisco when they made it to the World Series against the Angels, and they blew with blew the series against the Angels. Which is weird because you think of Bobby, uh, I mean, Bobby, Barry Bonds, I was thinking of his dad for some reason. Bobby, wow. <laughs> Barry Bonds' led team would not lose to the Angels in a World Series, but unfortunately that's the way things went and did not help the Giants at all. So I was shocked. Really. Yeah, so- it's going to be <clears throat> very interesting to see the Astros in the World Series. Yes, it will. So, not only did injuries undermine the Dodgers' attempt to repeat as world champs, but they also couldn't get out of their own way. This was evident in Game 4 when Dave Roberts watches his young starting pitcher, Julio Reyes, struggle against the, la- uh, the Braves lineup and, the Dodgers p- and put the Dodgers in a hole they couldn't dig out of. Not only did they leave a small village on the base path, not only that, they also left a small village on the base pass throughout the series. It did appear that the Dodgers were destined for a comeback as they pulled out 11 runs across the plate, 
in Game 5 to force a Game 6. However, on short rest, Walker Buehler was not ready for a start, and Atlanta took advantage to move on to their first World Series in 22 years. 22 years. Mm-hmm. 1999. Wow, dude. That's crazy. Yes, sir. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the NLCS? Wait a minute. 1999. Was Sanders playing for him then? No. No? No, I think he was not playing baseball by then. Was he? Uh-huh. Okay, whatever. I'll shut up. <laughs> no problem. I understand. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately for the Dodgers, um, it was just not meant to be. Injuries on top of injuries on top of the fact you couldn't freaking manage the game right. Because... Despite how much I love Dave Roberts and what he's always meant to, to the Dodgers organization as a player, and even recently as a manager, even though they did win the World Series last year in a very shortened season, it just irks me because he's basically doing what he's told by the analytics specialists up in the front office, and this was the result. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's just frustrating. Uh, anyway, so we get to see if the Dodgers can retain anybody in the uh, offseason because Kershaw and Seager are both free agents. So It'll be very interesting because Kershaw, you wonder if they're going to let him go because he's so injury prone. Yeah, that's the other thing because he's been injured quite a lot lately. So it's like, do you even bother bringing him back? Do you see if maybe he'll come back and be a bullpen guy? So that way he's not used as so much. Maybe get a spot start here and there. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Otherwise, he, of course, I have always heard that he's had intentions of maybe finishing his career back in Texas. Oh, if he went to Houston, he'd kill me. Oy. Don't do it, Timmy Kershaw. If you're going to go back to Texas, at least go to the Rangers. <laughs> I know they suck, but damn, don't kill me. Oh, he'll, get... <laughs> he'll kill you. You know he will. Yeah, he probably will. And then he'll come back and haunt the Dodgers as a uh, picture for the Astros. Just watch. It's just a piss me off. Mm. Alright, so we do have an interesting World Series matchup between two teams that at certain points in the season didn't appear to be able to make it to the playoffs. Uh, made late season pushes to win their divisions. Both dominated in the division series that they were in and looked up and locked and looked to be upended in the championship series. But here we are. A team looking to prove doubters wrong and a team looking for its world, first world title since 1995. This will be one interesting World Series. So, Cooper, your thoughts as the World Series begins tonight. Like I said, go Braves. Um, I, I think that's all I'm going to say about that because for me, I don't like seeing the Strohs being in the World Series again. They just kind of left me with a bad taste, kind of like the Red Sox did. I mean, somebody had to win between them two, but if I had to pick anybody, I'd rather be uh, the Red Sox. So, yeah. go go Atlanta. I'm rooting for Atlanta, too. Because this will make, I think, the fifth straight year that the Dodgers either lost to the World Series champ or won the World Series. Because they they went to back-to-back. They put lost to the Astros, which we found out they cheated. They lost to the Red Sox, which we found out they kind of cheated. And then they lost to the Nationals the next year. Um, who eventually went on to beat the Astros in the World Series. And then we won the World Series last year. And then if we lose, we lost to the Braves and the Braves go on to win the World Series, we have lost to the champion for five straight 
playoff appearances. Yeah. So, or either lost or won the World Series. So it's not a bad rep. No. So not terrible. The only thing that I, I and I said it just a little bit ago, I I kind of want to see Dusty Baker win a title. I just Come don't on, want bro. him to do it with this team. This, I just don't want him to do it with this team. But like I also said, this may be his last shot at a title. He was out of baseball when they brought him in to make to try to rebuild what little respect anybody had for him other than their fans, of course, because their fans are still going to love him no matter what. Yeah. But to try to give some respect back on the brand of the organization. So it's. But I'm still going to root for Atlanta. I'd still rather. But it won't kill me so much because of the fact that I do have respect for Dustin Baker, who, by the way, did play some of his career ball as a Dodger. Of course. That's why. That too. So. Yeah, Mr. Homer over here. That's right. I will root for my former players to do well and be on their careers. I rooted for him even though I didn't like the Giants against the Angels. Because I wanted to see him get a championship. You didn't want to see the Angels win a championship. That's why. I too, because they think they're think they're in Los Angeles when they're not. <laughs> Just like the San Diego Chargers. I mean, Los Angeles Chargers. Oops. Bye bye. All right, sir. So you ready to talk some basketball? Let's do it. From the diamond to the hardwood. So. The Ben Simmons saga has taken another turn as he did return to the team just before the start of the season. However, he was suspended for the first game of the season when he refused to partake in a special practice session after he showed up in sweats and had his phone in his pocket while on the court. Head coach Doc Rivers sent Simmons home and subsequently suspended him for conduct detrimental to the team. Later in the week, Simmons met with the team uh, with team personnel to let them know that he doesn't feel like he's in the right mental state for basketball at this time. Simmons will meet with a medical professional or medical professionals for evaluation as he steps away for the time being. Oh, Lord. Cooper, <laughs> elaborate on your thoughts. <laughs> oh, kids will be kids. Like, seriously, you, you got a tummy ache, you're going to go home. You're going to take your ball and go home because you don't want to play for... For the coach because you don't want to do what you're supposed to do when you get paid to do what you do get over yourself yeah could he possibly actually be not in the right mental state of mind maybe because we are in a state of, of mental awareness now for um you know even athletes sure maybe but i'm kind of with you on this and he just feigning this because he didn't even want to come back anyways. He said he'd never play again for the 76ers. They never got the trade, um, a trade that made sense for them to trade him off and away from the team. And so we're trying to bring him back. And now he's just kind of like, well, crap. I'm losing money if I don't show up. So if I show up, but kind of play a little bit of the gray area of the rules of me being there. I can still technically not get fined, still kind of get paid, and say that I'm in a mental state that doesn't make me ready for basketball right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you, though. I kind of think he's kind of full of crap. Yeah, I think he is. So, it's just it doesn't make sense to me. Other than the fact that you didn't get what you wanted, so now you're trying to find a way to not do what they want because you didn't get what you want. That's what it kind of feels like to me. So, you know, like you said, took his ball and went home. You know me. 
Yep. All right, so the Lakers are already under fire to begin the season as they are struggling to find cohesion. There, were even there was even tension during the Phoenix Suns game as cameras caught Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard arguing on the bench. Not only that, but Russell Westbrook has struggled to find his place on the team. And of course, as the same the past two seasons with LeBron James, the team is shooting way too high of a volume on threes as the team cannot consistently hit them. The team needs to find a better solution and soon because they could find themselves in a hole that will be hard to dig out of. Cooper, your thoughts on the Lakers? Definitely, brother. I think what you have here is like too many egos on one team. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it, it it's sad because if they could all just be team players, this could actually work out in their favor. Yeah, I like kind of Collins' idea on it. You can stay, keep him at uh, Westbrook as a starter. He starts with the first. He plays at the end of the game with the first, with the ones but for the majority of in between the yeah. start and the and the end of the game let him run with the twos because one they're going to be able to run with him for the most part and three because for some reason in their infinite amount of brilliance which doesn't make any sense to me they started DeAndre Jordan at center Anthony Davis at the 4 LeBron at the three. Um, can't remember who's the two. <laughs> for, to save my life right now. And Westbrook at the four. So you got two big men. Where Davis does stretch the floor a bit. But he still is better in the post. DeAndre Jordan is completely a post guy. Where's the lane for... Westbrook to run into the lane because that's his game. Yeah, he's not an outside guy, so how is he supposed to get to the basket when you got it clogged between two big guys? Yeah, because unless you're going to have Davis actually just sit out there on the wing the whole time, and the other thing too is LeBron likes to play in the post, not just on the wing. So technically, you kind of got three bogging down the middle. It, it, it's, yeah. So it just makes There's no sense. There's too much sense. traffic going on there. So I was like, wait a minute. What happened to Davis at the five, LeBron at the four, someone like either Carmelo or somebody else at the three, another guy who's a wing guy at the two, and Westbrook to start. So that way you only really have one guy that runs the post and one that will run either the wing or come down to the post and help if needed, a la Anthony Davis or LeBron. One can stay on the wing. And I think a lot, of, a lot of the problem you have here, too, is you've got players that have been in the league for a very long time. So they have seniority. And when they say they want something, you know, the coach, the coach's board kind of goes out the window. Yeah. And uh, I think if the coach can settle these guys down and – and make himself known that, hey, this is my team. We're going to run it the way I want to. Mm -hmm. And you're going to play at whatever position I tell you to play. Or you can go play somewhere else or go sit at home. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, crazy to think about. Yeah. How this is going to go. Uh, I just, I have a hard time seeing how this is going to work. And, and the way we're already off to a kind of a pitiful start. And then, of course, LeBron James is already injured. So it's just like, oh. Here we go already. We can't even get oh, in. Here we go. 
We can't even get five games, and oh boy, LeBron's already going to be on the bench. It's yeah. like, in street clothes, it's like, holy crap, man. Um, so I like Colin's idea, Colin Coward's idea. But at the same time, it's just like, what happened to this thought of that starting five that they all were talking about doing? Why are we bringing in DeAndre Jordan? And why are we bringing in, you know, and having that... It's. I understand you want to have some length, but a lot of times you got to go a little bit smaller because teams are also playing smaller and can outrun your slow old asses. Yeah. That's the other problem. you got Westbrook because he at least has enough speed. He can play some decent defense for you on the point, but the other problem is, is everybody else is pretty much faster than everybody else you got on the on the court, and then if you add DeAndre Jordan, you're just kind of just screwing yourself and bogging down the lane. It just makes no sense, and I'm just like, ah! yeah, no, it doesn't. And again, stop shooting freaking high volume number of threes when you can't hit them consistently. Yeah, it's weird. It kills me. It's just like, dude. Quit shooting the three. That's what lost us the um, Warriors game. That's what lost us the Phoenix Suns game. Whether you like to admit it or not, because as soon as the other team gets ahead of them, they panic and just start jacking threes to try to get the lead back. And they and then the scores just starts increasing and increasing because you're taking bad low percentage three point shots while they're getting high percentage open looks because you're now getting the their team is getting a long rebound. Running and gunning on you because your slow asses can't run. Yeah. And they're getting a high percentage either down inside shot or they can kick the ball around to a actual good three-point shooter, i.e. Curry, i.e. Devin Booker. You know, and it's just like, oh my God, you guys are retarded. You got, and what sucks is the Warriors beat us and Curry had a crappy game and they beat us. Yeah. We should have won that game. He had a crap game. If Curry has a crap game... That usually constitutes as a team that should be beating the Warriors. But no, because we shot ourselves in the foot because we decided, oh, we're behind a little bit. Three, 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 three. And all of a sudden, a two to three point lead for the Warriors became 10, yeah. 12, 15. And ugh, they're killing me already. It's not, And we just barely started. We're not even five games in yet. Pissing me off already. I told you, man. Told you. I know. That's why I went against my judgment. Old legs. Old legs. That's why I went against my homerism and said, I can't pick the Lakers to win the conference. I can't even pick them to win the division. Because I just, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know how you went old, but it's unbelievably terrible. All right. Despite a blowout loss to the Heat, the Milwaukee Bucks have looked like a team ready to retain their title. Everyone has a down game, but the Bucks have looked talented otherwise than, than that blowout. The Bucks will be an interesting watch this season, along with how teams try to who how teams try to improve to challenge the champs. The Eastern Conference actually has the opportunity to be an interesting race, and it was even within their own division as the Bulls are off to that hot start. Right, like What's we talked about the Bulls, man. That's that's just crazy. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens out there. Yeah, this is the first time I've actually been really interested in what's going on out here on in the Eastern Conference because, you know, other than the fact that the Lakers on the Western Western Conference, I always felt like they played better basketball Yeah. out West because it just seemed like that was the game because you either had the teams that were like the Warriors who could just, you know, shoot threes like crazy and do it at a high pace and consistently, unlike my team, um, then you had the teams like the Lakers who could either 
beat you with a superstar or two and just dominate the dominate the game throughout whether they had the big man in the post and the wing guy yeah. um, a la Kobe and Shaq or Paul Gasol and Kobe uh, but it's just um, it's kind of nice to see how it feels like we're almost back to even where like the Eastern Conference and Western Conference where it's like a lot of people would always say well whoever comes out of the West is more likely going to be the chance because whoever came out of the East they didn't really get a challenge anyways and the western teams got a got a lot on uh, a lot of good games under their belt because they faced so many quality teams out west where now it seems like the east is finally catching up to even their top of their crop so it's yeah. bringing the competition to almost even and i like it it's going to be cool dude yeah so um, i'm hoping the bulls can kind of stay at this kind of click where they're at least challenging the bucks um, i think the bucks eventually will end up taking over oh, the yeah, division yeah, yeah. And, and kind of running away with it, quote unquote. But I mean, if the if you're the Bulls, you finish second, and maybe like six games out of first of the division, that could still leave you fourth, fifth in the conference standings. That's still a good seating and a a threat to at least make some noise and make some some of the other teams sweat. Definitely, man. Definitely. So I'm looking forward to that, and of course, I was all hopeful for the Magic, and they already have kind of disappointed me. <laughs> well, well, it's early in the year, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, at least they're young, unlike um, my team, <laughs> our right. team. Well, it's like you know they're young; they're trying to get together, kind of get on the kind of group. We got a bunch of old guys, and we're just like, oh my god, they're arguing like old men. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> why, <laughs> why are we doing this? Why are we watching this? It's weird how we went from okay, we have LeBron, we're not quite there. And then we got LeBron, we kind of wee, and then all of a sudden we're already tweaking back down from the LeBron. And it's just like, okay, I'm ready to move on from the LeBron stage now. Can we move on? Yeah. Can we just move on? What sucks is once he goes, so does the team. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Because of how stupid we've been by getting... I love Anthony Davis, don't get me wrong, but I still think it was too much to give up for Anthony Davis. Yeah. Especially since we kept Kuzma. Right, and then you didn't get to keep Ingram or any of them. I would have... I would have. Ingram and, and, and what was it, Hart? Yeah, Josh Hart. Yeah, Ingram, Ingram and Hart is they're good players, man. Yeah. You know what's sad? I wouldn't have mind kept keeping Lonzo at least he kept developing yeah Kuzma seemed to hit a peak and then stopped yeah Ball at least kept up a little bit a little bit he's at least taking steps where you kind of see okay okay you know defensively he's getting better okay his his shot's not great but it's improving his percentage is going up okay his three point percentage is going okay and he's a good passer too. And he's a good passer, so it's just like so. It's like I see improvements almost every time I watch Lonzo on the court. Now it, he's definitely not as good as Lamelo. Lamelo is freaking amazing. Yeah, Lamelo's already like way up there. He's like I'm like, how did you go from being the top of the crop because you're the oldest to now being? I don't know. Leandro's in the G League. Leandro might pass him. <laughs> we never know. I don't know. We'll see. But Leandro's also got those kind of. Bad tendencies in the off the court, so that's, that hasn't looked good for him. I'm just saying, though, it's just kind of weird. But at least, like I said, he kept developing. It seemed like Kuzma then reached the peak, reached the point, and just it just stayed there, just like yeah, 
He flatlined. Yeah, you're like, what the hell's going on here? And I'm watching Lonzo. Lonzo's not up to the talent that Kuzma was, but he at least keeps improving. It's like, yeah. come on, man. Keep improving along, too, and I would have been happier with it, but I'm watching Ingram gotten better. Hart kept getting better. Lonzo kept getting better. And Kuzma just flatlined. And it's just like, dude, yeah. where, what happened? You were doing so good, and then all of a sudden you just flatlined. Are you gonna blame? Are you gonna be one of those guys who blames LeBron for everything, for your problems, or do you take initiative and try to make yourself better despite having LeBron James on your team? Yeah. Like, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not like saying, but uh, being like, I think we feel Kyrie. His, I think we feel his pain a little bit playing the video game. <laughs> we do. Two K. <laughs> if you play Two K, you you know the pain of everybody else on um, that plays for uh, the Lakers because. You basically have to be the point guard for one. Otherwise, you will not get the ball yeah. <laughs> if you're a Laker. <laughs> because if he gets the ball, he ain't giving it to you. You can bake, run, you can run up to him and look like you're trying to smack him. and he's You could still be won't. wide open and he would run right past you and just boom. Try to do a layup or do a kick out to Anthony Davis or whatever. And just like, yeah. why? I was open the whole time and you took it to the hole yourself. Whole time. Whole time. Right here. Anyway, so yeah. You can be a 99 overall too, which I got to. And he still won't throw it to you. And you're like, really? Really, Braun? <laughs> really? I'm a 99 right now. You're a 98. Really? Come on. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> you bastard. But, um, so it's just, it's a pain. Uh, but I, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to the Eastern Conference and seeing this race. So it's going to be fun. It is. Looking forward to it. It's going to be nice. It's going to be fun. It's going to be edgy. Love it. Ah, it's going to be a hard watch in the West. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Go Warriors. <laughs> Go anybody because you're, you're just going to crush my team probably anyway. So if, for the love of God, just don't let it be the Clippers. Right. I'm sick and tired of that other, other LA team too. I mean. Tch. And now they're going to go. Move to our home area in Inglewood. Ugh. Ugh. Why did Cronky allow that? Cronky should have stopped that. Yeah. Damn it, Cronky. Bastard. <laughs> Never mind. I love you, Cronky. You got us back to LA from St. Louis, and we've been to a Super Bowl. We didn't win, but we're trying. At least we're trying. You're trying, man. You're doing good this year. At least two of my teams are trying. Yeah. The other team. Just went old. I'm just like, why? Well, I mean, it is what it is, bro. But we got to keep going with this. Yeah. All right. So we will be back again tomorrow. We got NASCAR and football talk. We got to get the football talk in because Thursday night will come quick on us. Yeah. And uh, football will be commencing Thursday night. We got Arizona and Green Bay on Thursday night football. It's actually going to be. Was probably going to watch it, but now that the fact that the Packers might be down two of their best receivers, I might not watch it now because it might be a bloody massacre because I don't know who Rodgers is going to be throwing to. Yeah. Because if you haven't heard, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard are both on the COVID list <laughs> and might not be coming, uh, be coming available or coming off that list before Thursday's game. If it was a Sunday game, there would be a chance, but being Thursday, good possibility it's not happening. And it's in Arizona 
I could probably give it a Green Bay a little bit if it was at home. It was bad weather. Arizona's Cardinals are not used to playing in that kind of weather. I could give it to them, but since it's at home, it's probably going to be Arizona in a kind of a cakewalk. Yeah. Especially the way they've been playing. Oh, yeah, man. So, uh, looking forward to that. Of course, we get to talk Kyle Larson. Oh, so fun. I get to talk about more Kyle Larson. Crazy, dude. Love like, that. He's on steroids. He's on steroids. Yes, sir. It's not his car, it's him. <laughs> and what his car tested for steroids! <laughs> One of the best lines in Dukes of Hazard the movie, if you haven't seen it. It's fun. <laughs> I want to test it for steroids! <laughs> He's messing with me! <laughs> Check his car! I want to test it for steroids! <laughs> Anyways, but then we get to talk about the uh, Los Angeles reunion for off and uh, the Rams and uh, Stafford and the Lions. So that'd be interesting. Man. Yeah, and uh, and again we get to talk about how unbelievable our quarterback is up in Oregon. Yep. Yeah. But we got more than that to talk about, so I can't wait to talk about it. Looking forward to tomorrow. So that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk. W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.